Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Ominous Origins Podcast with me, Casey. Of course, this episode is still brought to you by the wonderful people over at MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Go check out Morbidly Beautiful right now for all your horror pop culture needs. They also have an extensive library of podcasts to listen to, including my new one, Cheer and Loathing, featuring Stephanie, the editor-in-chief of Morbidly Beautiful, and myself as we bicker about, well, movies. Sometimes it's horror, sometimes it's not. We have a bonus episode featuring Nick Cage's Con Air this week, where I will shit all over it. But on to today's episode, which features a director by the name of Nicholas Snyder. Now, who's Nicholas Snyder, you might be wondering? Well, he's a brand new director, and his latest film is called The Astrology of Pandemics. Nicholas was kind enough to sit down with me and talk about the making of his film, as well as the events that led up to it, including the alignments of certain planets that led to certain events which allowed him to actually make the film. It's a truly fascinating watch from a fascinating man. He's super genuine, intelligent, and has a lot of theories about how the planetary alignments and pandemics over the course of history, including the one we're currently in, all kind of line up. He even mentioned to me, off recording, that my last episode about the Dancing Plague in 1518 did indeed align with some very specific planets in very specific signs in the sky. Super interesting. Give it a listen. This is Nicholas Snyder, and you can catch his film, The Astrology of Pandemics, on pretty much any VOD site, streaming network, or even Amazon Prime. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. Ominous. Alrighty, I'm here with Nicholas Snyder. I'm saying that right, right? Just should have cleared that up beforehand, but it is Snyder. 200% correct. Perfect. (laughs) Excellent. Sometimes it's like Schneider. You never know. Some people are a little bit picky with their names. Glad I got it right, though. Uh, He is the director of one of the newer movies coming out on uh, Amazon Prime. It's already out on VOD, I believe, on certain uh, networks, but it's hitting Amazon Prime on March 1st, and it is called The Astrology of Pandemics. And how are things going with you today, Nicholas? Uh, great, thank you. Uh, thank you, Casey, uh, for the nice introduction, and thank you for having me here. You're very welcome. I'm very interested to talk to you about this, uh, mainly because it's not something I've really thought about when uh, considering you know world events with uh, planetary alignments and stuff. So I guess the first question I have for you is, where did the idea come from? Are you a big follower of astrology, or was it something that you kind of picked up and was like, hmm, there's a connection here? Actually, uh, how the events uh, took place, uh, uh, it led me into this direction uh, because uh, I was uh, researching uh, the astrology of pandemics uh, as soon as uh, the outbreak happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was always, I've been always fascinated with astrology and astronomy. Uh, actually, when I was in Norway, I spent um, five years in Norway at university. And there, uh, I was able to see a clear sky. Mm -hmm. Um, And during, uh, I was uh, one year north of Norway, and there you have Merkstid, which is uh, the dark time Mm -hmm. in uh, winter. So you have more or less six uh, six months, and uh, three of them uh, with uh, darkness. So you only have a couple of hours of uh, 
not even the solar disk in the sky, but mm -hmm. it's quite uh, dim. Uh, <laughs> so there I was uh, uh, more in tune, let's say, uh, with the, the stars and the planets because I could see, see them better. And um, also with the phenomenon of uh, Northern Lights, mm -hmm. uh, it fascinated me, uh, the, uh, just the, uh, the awe of it. And then I started to study astrophysics at the University of Oslo, but I didn't finish those studies. I went to film, mm -hmm. um, but I'm always reaching to the stars <laughs> in a way. <laughs> Good point. But, uh, yeah. And uh, so basically, uh, yes, I've always been fascinated with astrology, uh, but it was only when I um, met uh, a now friend of mine uh, who is an astrologer. She did my birth chart. Uh, while we were sipping a coffee together and uh, she she gave me an insight of uh, she told me of uh, my family life actually that she didn't know anything about mm -hmm. of, of uh, uh, when I was uh, a child and uh, things that I don't share uh, uh, with uh, everybody mm -hmm. so it's very intimate and also events uh, that happened to me when I was a kid with my family mm -hmm. so I was a bit shocked and uh, from then on, I, um, I tried to uh, do more research into it. Um, I took up a study in astrology here in Belgium with a professional uh, astrologer. And um, the idea uh, to make the film uh, came after the research. So because of the pandemic, well, I was snowboarding in Italy. Mm -hmm. I broke my wrist. Oh, and fun. because of that, yes, because of that, I was one month in uh, medical leave, mm -hmm. so I had time uh, to focus. Uh, and I asked myself, uh, "Huh, I wonder if uh, there is something uh, in astrology that was that is uh, giving us a description of uh, our strange uh, events nowadays." Mm -hmm. And uh, so the uh, investigation, let's say, uh, went deeper into the rabbit hole, <laughs> and. Uh, as I have an experience of filmmaking, I decided to put it into another visual medium uh, for everybody to um, see uh, uh, the correlations. Yeah, uh, that's fair enough. I mean, that's a pretty interesting story, uh, especially how, you know, it, it all came about with the, you talking with one of your friends and they're like, oh, here's your life story. I don't know you that well, but here you go. And yes. that's got to be pretty... Uh, I guess eye-opening or maybe not quite earth-shattering, but uh, it's got to be a pretty spooky experience. And from there, that that uh, spilled over, I guess, into the the whole astrology of the pandemics thing. Uh, you mentioned that you broke your wrist and you had the time available to, to create this. Mm. How long was the actual process of making this film? So uh, the research was uh, more or less one month. Mm -hmm. And then from pre-production to post uh, production and distribution it took uh, uh, I started in uh, April uh, and then finished with uh, editing in uh, October and so mm -hmm. did you do pretty much all the work yourself or did you have a crew with you or uh, how was mo that? most of it actually uh, because of uh, the times mm, <laughs> nowadays enough, yeah. I, I, I would have liked to have more astrologers in the film Mm -hmm. uh, I had plans to interview uh, more astrologers, uh, but because of the restrictions, travel and uh, um, filming, shooting uh, restrictions, I had to um, 
uh, like rethink about it. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, reused uh, uh, mm, an interview with uh, an idol of mine in astrology, uh, who is uh, André Barbeau, a mm-hmm. French astrologer, who unfortunately died in uh, 2019. That's okay. Yes, because also he made some predictions of the pandemic, and uh, uh, he didn't. All, he didn't even uh, uh, let's say see. Uh, well, unfortunately or fortunately, let's mm, say yeah. he didn't see it uh, coming uh, true. But um, so I contacted the producer and uh, film director of that film, which is L'Astrologie au Cœur in French, which means uh, Astrology at Heart. Mm-hmm. You can find the full interview in that film. Um, and it speaks about his, it's like a biography uh, of his life. And um, so I used that interview, I integrated that in the film. And then uh, I, uh, yes, I wrote uh, the script, uh, I uh, animated a bit, I edited, and for voiceovers, I um, asked uh, one um, uh, Canadian woman, uh, voice uh, actress. And then uh, for the male uh, voiceover, I used uh, AI, <laughs> which I later uh, <laughs> rethought about that. And the new version of the film has uh, another Canadian, actually, voice actor. Mm. That's, I'm Canadian, so it's good to hear that. Uh, oh, great. International. Uh, I'm having a, a lot of, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, a, a lot of interest from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is weird. <laughs> it's it's but cheap really like. labor. You, you can go to Hollywood and spend, you know, a million dollars on <laughs> yes. you know, uh, Morgan Freeman, or you can come to Canada and get some guy up the street who sounds just as good for like five bucks or something, exactly. or a, a coffee, you know, we're, we're, yes. we're easy to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, given your experience with uh, astrology, um, your background, and, and just kind of having the inspiration from, you know, seeing the stars clear, uh, which is something mm. not a lot of people can say they've had the mm. experience of doing. Uh, I know I've never really seen like the night sky. Hmm. What kind of correlation does that have? Did you always want to kind of, do you think that was maybe a sign or maybe something, you know, like we're talking about astrology here, like it was meant to be that you ended up in the places you were, you broke your wrist at the time that you did in order to create this, or am I just looking way too into it? <laughs> no, no, no. You're 100% on point, actually. Um, and uh, in a way, it was a regret of mine not seeing the astrology before I broke my wrist because mm. I have some uh, complications of the wrist. So, uh, and I received, uh, like, I cannot use my right hand anymore as as before, right. unfortunately, but I, I have to cope with it and I learned from this lesson. So in a way, it taught me a lesson. And actually, uh, I later saw my astrology of uh, the time I broke my wrist. And it was uh, uh, a parallel with uh, what's going on in the world right now, because mm-hmm. two planets, Pluto and Saturn, mm-hmm. which meet every 35 years, more or less, because Saturn takes 30 years around the zodiac and 248 years for Pluto. Okay. So they meet every 35 years, more or less, but uh, in a specific degree of the sky, in a specific mm-hmm. place of the sky, they meet, uh, the probability is uh, 35 times 360. So you can do the math. So it's very rare to mm-hmm. meet at a specific location in the sky. And uh, in January 2020, they met in uh, on in Capricorn, the sign, uh, tropical sign 
um, of uh, the zodiac at 22 degrees Capricorn. Each sign is divided into 30 degrees. So because 12 signs make a full uh, 360 degrees. So they met at that specific degree and actually have my moon there. So the moon uh, um, when I was born at the time, at the ex exact hour, was at 22nd degree Capricorn. And the Capricorn uh, is ruled by a planet. Each uh, zodiac sign is ruled by a planet. Mm -hmm. In the case of Capricorn, it's Saturn, which re represents structure. So um, Pluto, which is the destroyer, and the virus, bacteria, the atomic bomb, for example, mm -hmm. uh, destroyed my structure. Um, and that implied uh, a lot of uh, emotions in me. <laughs> uh, so it broke my structure, but also it showed me some hidden things because Pluto is also um, the planet that shows hidden things that bring the, brings it to the surface. Mm -hmm. um, so thanks to this experience, I had to do some exams and I found out that I have, uh, they diagnosed me with something in my bones like uh, that I have to live with in, in the future. Mm -hmm. But... It, if I wouldn't have a fracture my wrist, I wouldn't have discovered this, and maybe I, I could have been paralyzed if I would uh, not uh, being uh, aware of this. Wow. So in a way, it helped me, uh, even if it was a bad experience, it helped me set my boundaries because snowboarding, you know, I tried like 10 years ago, I, I learned how to snowboard. Mm -hmm. So I was a bit, uh, you know, full of myself, like yeah. uh, fooling, uh, <laughs> jumping. Yeah, yeah, I tried to yeah. jump and I broke my wrist. So it's wow. all my fault. And uh, Saturn is also the planets of boundaries and limitations. Uh, in a bad way, can represent a restriction and, uh, you know, feeling uh, in prison. But in the other way, the positive side is uh, setting boundaries for oneself in a good way. So uh, also lessons we can learn in the case of pandemics as well. So for pandemics, uh, this conjunction between Pluto and Saturn at 22 degrees Capricorn, uh, China was born because you can set also horoscopes, so birth charts for uh, countries as well. Mm -hmm. um, so China was uh, born with uh, Jupiter at 22 degrees Capricorn. And Jupiter in astrology is the planet, it's the biggest planet of our solar system. It's a gas giant and in astrology represents expansion. It's the uh, amplifier. So China has it at 22 degrees Capricorn uh, because uh, when the proclamation of uh, the People's Republic of China was created, was signed, Jupiter was in that position. And so Saturn and Pluto came into conjunction at that specific degree in January 2020. So they found China an easy uh, territory to express uh, their uh, energies as they found in me, which I have, that I have the moon at that same degree. They, they broke a, a structure of mine, the bone structure, mm -hmm. which is represented by Saturn, but they unveiled something. Same thing with China, because the virus, uh, if in the film is well explained that the virus can be, can correspond with Pluto. Mm -hmm. So Pluto was uh, expanded in China. So the, uh, uh, the outbreak happened in China. So we can in a way see with uh, Jupiter uh, that 
was at the time of birth of China, we see how Jupiter amplified the virus in China and then to the rest of the world. But also Saturn by creating restrictions. For example, the restriction of wearing a, ma a mask. Um, the Chinese have always been doing it and now it amplified to uh, the rest of the world this type of uh, limitations for, for a good cause, uh, not uh, spread, uh, spreading the, the virus. Yeah, hmm. no, continue. <laughs> so, sorry, uh, I mean, I, I know this is very technical. Uh, but I tried to use a language, uh, a, a clear language, because without um, graphs and visuals, it's very hard to understand. Right. So, Which hopefully, you can. In the film. Yes, in exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So, uh, it's hard to argue with the. Uh, correlations of the planets and these events that are going on. And you mentioned even on a personal level, you know, like how the moon and the planets were aligned in a certain way when you broke your wrist and you, uh, the events lined up so that that would happen at that specific time during that event. Mm -hmm. It's hard to argue that, but what do you say to people who just think astrology is, you know, fun and games? It's a carnival trick. It's, you know, mm -hmm. not a real science at best pseudoscience at worst it's just you know like the typical uh, gypsy fortune teller sort of stuff what do you say to people who just flat out don't want anything to do with it and I know it's hard to convince somebody who's flat out but maybe mm -hmm. some news on the fence I, I completely understand the skepticism and uh, the uh, position astrology has uh, had um, in previous years uh, because it um, when people think about astrology, they think about the sun sign astrology, which is very general, uh, generic. Mm -hmm. um, the thing I would say uh, to skeptical people is uh, uh, to approach it with an open mind. And uh, if you are uh, more focused on the, the scientific approach, uh, you can uh, find some scientific research on astrology that can maybe uh, present you with, uh, yes, a more scientific uh, and evidence-based astrology. Uh, if you're then, so I, I would say that uh, um, because there is some scientific research, uh, astrology cannot prove uh, things. It can only uh, present evidence mm -hmm. and correlations. Uh, but also, I would say also um, to the, the person to... Uh, to have a, a good astrologer uh, having their birth chart being read and then uh, uh, thinking about uh, and having a conclusion of it. Right, so just kind of experience it with an open mind before you kind of shut it out completely. Yes, and knowing that uh, astrology is not the astrology that most people know, Mm -hmm. uh, not the sun sign, uh, because that's very generic. <laughs> uh, there are not 12 type of persons in the world. Mm -hmm. Astrology is uh, based on the sun sign, yes, but also other planets signs, for example, where Jupiter is uh, in your birth chart, Mars, Venus, uh, and so on. And uh, it's a very, it has a, a scientific approach when it comes to um, angular positions of uh, the planets. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of math involved, the geometry as well. Uh, so it's not uh, 
things like uh, looking into a crystal ball. <laughs> uh, for example, Kepler, um, the astronomer, and Galileo Galilei, uh, they were astrologers as well. Mm-hmm. So um, it's too bad that astronomy and astrology now, they don't co- coexist anymore. But in the beginning, they were all one thing. And before astronomy, actually, astrology was uh, the, the only uh, relationship we had with the heavens, with the sky. That's fair. I, science does evolve in that sort of way, or mm-hmm. not evolve in this sense, but it kind of branches. You know, it starts with one thing, then you got the base, mm-hmm. and then you got all the, the trunks and the, uh, the, the branches that kind of make up a discipline. Uh, so looking at it from a, a very scientific perspective, mm-hmm. uh, per se, what is the the i guess intangible maybe tangible effect of the planets being a certain spot how does something that is billions of miles away affect us here on earth just because it's in the sky in a certain way what is have, has anybody kind of discovered what the actual uh element is or thing i don't i don't really have a word mm-hmm. for it uh, mm-hmm. because you know like if you shoot somebody with a gun, obviously, you know, like the mm. bullet does damage. So what is, is there anything that's been discovered, theorized that is the, the cause and effect here? Or is it just unknown yes. still? Hmm. Well, there is no um, concrete explanation. Let's put it like that. Okay. Uh, there are hypotheses of how astrology can potentially work. Uh for example, uh, the gravity uh, option, mm-hmm. maybe with the moon it works. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, for example, the moon, uh, it has an effect on women uh, because every month they have, uh, uh, like the moon, because it takes one one month. Uh, actually, the word month comes from moon. Uh, it, the moon takes one month to do a uh, full around around the earth. Mm-hmm. And women have uh, um, like their a, time, a bl- <laughs> their time uh, <laughs> yeah. once a month. But also other animals are uh, their uh, biological uh, clock is in tune with the moon. Okay. Um, but yes, there are hypotheses on uh, that don't take into consideration gravity. And um, what I my opinion uh, is that uh, it's not a cause and effect um, thing, mm-hmm. but it's a uh, correl- uh, mirroring. Uh, so it's more um, like we experience the same things as the solar system. It's like a, a mirror. Right. So it's not a cause and effect. Uh, it's, um, for example, if we see the atom, uh, it has a center uh, and then electrons uh, going around the, the nucleus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the solar system. Right, yeah. Uh, so the big is like the small. And so I think that's more uh, what we are. If we then take a scientific approach, we can see physics, for example, quantum physics explains that there are some scientists that think that uh, the universe is a hologram. And so a hologram uh, can contain, uh, the smallest part of a hologram can uh, contain the largest part of a hologram. If uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> kind <laughs> <bit>. of, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
for example, uh, the solar system uh, can be found also in the uh, in uh, an atom, the same configuration. Oh, okay, I got you. It's in that way, for example, our veins, uh, they are similar to rivers and ramifications of uh, river uh, beds. Right. So in that way, yes. Okay, so in the most simplest of senses, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down to what I think is maybe the dumbest possible mm. way. <laughs> Uh, if you ever saw the movie Men in Black, the original one from the 90s, mm. the cat mm -hmm. that has the galaxy on his necklace or on his uh, collar is kind of what you're saying. There's a galaxy within a galaxy in every galaxy, and there's always something within another thing that kind of relates to the bigger picture. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, I got yeah. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, mainly, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. in, 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 in a way, yes, because... Um, uh, we have, uh, by uh, looking at the stars and the planets, we, when we study astrology, uh, astronomy is the, the position and, and so on, very, like, scientifically, uh, it uh, describes uh, the physics of it. Astrology adds uh, uh, another thing to the equation, which is uh, the relationship we have, it, we have with it. And uh, in a way, it's like, when we see the outside, we see also the inside. So we ha all have our inner universe going on inside of us. Okay. So by studying the birth chart, uh, when you were born, the sky, when you were born, mm -hmm. and Kepler was saying actually in the, um, I don't remember his uh, oeuvre, but I think in Harmonica Mundi, uh, it's a, it's the book where I think it's the book where you describe, I don't want to be uh, wrong, but I think it's the book where it describes the uh, planetary motions and the elliptic orbits that planets have because before him uh, we thought that they have uh, round orbits in, instead of elliptical mm -hmm. <laughs> and in the same I think in the same uh, uh, work he actually describes uh, that uh, a baby is born and is marked um, by the planetary uh, configuration uh, at the moment of birth. Uh, and, I, and I consciously it remembers it, uh, and, it re and it remains sensitive to the return of these specific configurations. Okay, so... That makes if, sense, yes. Yeah, no, so if you're born under a, a certain sign yes. in a certain uh, planetary arrangement, mm -hmm. when that arrangement circles round again, yes. you'll feel something or something might happen in your life yes so it's a, like a cycle of it's a, a science of cycles uh, mm -hmm. so, so like the moon cycle of a new and full moon mm -hmm. uh, which is used in uh, agriculture when yeah. you uh, work with uh, bio uh, um, sorry I forgot the word for it but there is a specific uh, field of uh, agriculture mm -hmm. that works with lunar cycles right uh, they used to biodynamic like mm. hundreds and thousands of years ago before they had mm. whatever they would go by the uh, the lunar cycle if I'm not mistaken yeah the lunar cycle yeah, yeah. but in a way so uh, for example this the easiest thing to remember it's like Saturn takes uh, roughly 29 30 years to do a full uh, uh, round of the zodiac mm -hmm. um, so every 30 years we can experience uh the uh, characteristics of Saturn. So the characteristics of Saturn are uh, structure, um, can represent loss as well, mm -hmm. 
limitations, boundaries, uh, career. And many people experience a career shift when they hit uh, 29, 30 years old. And they can also learn from the past and they put it into practice. So at 30 years, you become a, a real adult. Uh, for some where people. You, for some people, yes. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's most so. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a, a, a shift in perspective uh, in life uh, mm -hmm. at that time. So this is uh, the cycle of Saturn. Then there are other cycles, uh, for example, Jupiter, which takes 12 years. Um, so we can work with those cycles. And when we um, put the cycles together, we see how also the planets relate to each other. Mm -hmm. And yes. Interesting. Yeah. So do each planet uh, then they each have their own significance in the order of things. Uh, do they each have multiple meanings? Like you mentioned, Saturn has a few things like uh, like boundaries and, and restructuring and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Does every planet have that sort of variable where it has a couple of different things it could mean depending on, I guess, different factors within what else is going on in the, uh, the yes. astrological plane? Yes. Is that what you call it? The astrological uh, plane? Uh, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, yes, uh, you're correct. Uh, there are some traits uh, that were traditionally given to planets. And uh, for, for Pluto, it's a bit different uh, because we had uh, only uh, now 100 years uh, to uh, see what he can it can do. Mm -hmm. Um for example, also um, in the film, you see a part of uh, the Black Death. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, the facu Faculty of Medicine of uh, the University of Paris in, 30, in 1348 uh, was asked by uh, the King of France at the time to give an explanation of the, the cause and the origin of the Black Death. Right. And uh, the faculty uh, said that it was uh, basically uh, the lunar eclipse that happened uh, in addition to the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. But what they uh, didn't see was, of course, the bacteria, Yersinia pestis, which mm -hmm. uh, caused the pandemic uh, because of the lack of the microscope. Mm -hmm. But uh, because of the lack of the macroscope, the telescope, Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't see the planet Pluto, which was aligning to the same eclipse they were mentioning. <laughs> so in a way, yes. So in retrospective, we can see what the planet Pluto was doing and was uh, not causing, but correlating with to the events of Earth. But for example, the planet Pluto was discovered in 1930, which was in those years, uh, the events that took place, uh, they correlate now with the traits of Pluto. Interesting. For example, yeah. the, uh, the, the creation of the first uh, electron microscope in uh, 1930, I believe, or 1931, and uh, Pluto was discovered in 1930, and it's the, the only uh, microscope that can see bacteria and uh, viruses because they're so small. And also the creation of the atomic bomb, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a repetition of what Pluto is described with, uh, the small becoming big uh, and having a large-scale disaster, such as atom in an atomic bomb 
the explosion and the inhalation of a CD, for example. Mm-hmm. And viruses, uh, they're so small, but they can create a pandemic. Right. So, but uh, there are traits, traditional traits, um, uh, that we can look. And yes, because astrology can help in the prediction of future pandemics, for example, by mm-hmm. studying uh, past pandemics, which are presented in the film. But it can also give us uh, uh, support. It can support us by creating a, a resilience in us. So how to cope to stressors in life, in this case being those uh, pandemics, mm-hmm. uh, by um, by understanding uh, the planets involved uh, when pandemics happen, which are Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto. So by understanding those uh, characteristics, the characteristics given to the planets we can also we can help uh we can further understand what the energies during pandemics uh if the universe wants to say something to us more mm-hmm. or less so we can uh, uh understand those elements and put them into practice in order to cope better with a pandemic right to prepare to prepare, yes, prepare psychologically, this, right? emotionally, because not only we had, unfortunately, uh, um, deaths because of the virus, mm-hmm. uh, but we had deaths because of uh, the emotional and psychological state yeah, uh, people experience because of restrictions, for example. Yeah. Isolation. Yeah. yeah, so people, uh, su- there, there's an increase of suicides, uh, specifically in, in teenagers. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is really... Astrology can be uh, a psychological tool as well in order to prepare people uh, as a weather forecast does. Uh, there's going to be a storm next week. People, uh, they don't uh, make plans to go outside for or mm-hmm. a trip, for example. Right. So basically, more or less, it's um, the same uh, thing with astrology. Man, that's, that's incredible. I mean, I watched your film and... I didn't understand a lot of it because I don't have a background yeah. in astronomy or astrology, mm. but it, I did pick up a few things, which, you know, mm. and you're helping clarify here. So anybody who decides mm. to, to watch it, which I hope everybody does, mm. they'll understand a little bit better after listening to this mm. or listening to this after watching. Uh, it's, it's crazy just to, again, to make things as dumb as possible because I'm as dumb as possible. It, it, it just blows my mind how <laughs> like these, these correlations and, connections can happen and the average person has no idea what's going on mm-hmm. yeah i was astonished myself when i saw the re- uh, like uh, when i when i researched the uh, the previous pandemics the major pandemics in recorded history mm-hmm. it was a repetition um, and thanks to my uh, friend who was an astrologer uh i I have his book, which is Impact of Eclipses. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks to that book, it gave me the insight of seeing uh, events through uh, eclipses. So I I put that uh, teaching into uh, seeing the eclipses uh, of pandemics. So that's what, what it astonished me, uh, the, the striking uh, correlation. And... Uh, in a way, I ask myself many times, uh, is the universe talking to us? Uh, can we see uh, the positive side of pandemics, even if it's hard mm-hmm. to see? And uh, 
take it as an opportunity to grow uh, as individuals, but also in a society, mm-hmm. because uh, we have experienced many additional things uh, aside from the pandemic uh, in this year. So th- it's a time of change. And I think in a way we can interpret uh, being interpreters astrologers basically are interpreters of the universe <laughs> so if there is a creator and it's speaking in a in a in a weird way uh, so yes it can be an interpretation of our current events yeah you kind of said it there if there is a, a creator a lot of people uh, see astrology or the, the universe as some people would call it as opposed to saying a god they would call it the universe mm. right like the universe wants this or the or god wants this sort of thing it does seem like there is some sort of i don't want to say power but it seems like there's something that we don't fully comprehend or understand at work here and uh i mean mm. that, that that's a thought that kind of can make you get a little creeped out <laughs> if, you, if you're not uh, used to thinking about that sort of stuff um that's just crazy. It's fun. It's 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 so interesting. Yeah, because there there is a logic in the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, if you see um, asparagus <laughs> or uh, sunflowers, you see that there is uh, the Fibonacci sequence, yeah, uh, yeah. which is a mathematical sequence. You see it in nature. Mm-hmm. So uh, they say that. Um, mathematics is the language of uh, the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tra- I would say that uh, astrology can be uh, uh, the music of the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's based on harmonics. Actually, a Kepler was uh, investigating the harmonics uh, of astrology. So, for example, in our voice, uh, uh, there are different harmonics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hear it as a as only one frequency, right. and actually it's a mix of frequency. Interesting. Um, so the same can be uh, viewed uh, the solar system as uh, planets uh, representing different frequencies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's poetic in a sense. <laughs> it's poetic it's in a way. Poetic. Yeah. It's a, yes. That's yeah, a good uh, good way to take us end it so if there's anything else that you want to mention here nicholas now's your opportunity uh anything else about the film about your experiences where people can reach you websites uh any sort of that kind of stuff i'm gonna all have it in the link below but some people like to hear it as well hmm. so yeah uh why don't you send us off on this one here what do you what, what else you got to say yes i would like just to uh finish by saying that uh um, no matter what type of crisis we have in the world, if we if we can uh, give astrology a chance, uh, we will see that mm, crises can also represent time of changes and opportunities. And if we um, uh, see them as uh, teachings, as lessons, we can uh, further grow as human beings. That's incredible. Very well said. Thank okay. you, Nicholas, for, for joining me today. Thank uh, you. Thank you. As I mentioned at the beginning, you can check his film out on various demand uh, video on demand platforms as well as Amazon Prime come March first, which is uh, like, it's already it's already on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it actually. already on Amazon Prime? <laughs> All and Tubi TV if you want Tubi? in the US ah, Tubi yes. TV. I don't know in Canada. Uh, yeah, I think we have I think we have Tubi over here. I think. But uh, I know uh, 
this podcast is associated with Morbidly Beautiful, and we have mm-hmm. an ongoing article series called Tubi Tuesdays, where somebody will pick a movie on Tubi uh, every week and review it. So, Oh, cool. <laughs> we'll get on to yours. Uh, I'll, nice. uh, I'll send it off to some of the writers as well and see if they're interested in covering it. I don't know how long in advance they have <laughs> things planned out, but uh, I'm sure this would be one that's up their alley as well. Uh, so it is available pretty much anywhere you want to watch it, right? Yes, except Excellent. Netflix. <laughs> except Netflix, yet. You're still working on the yet deal. Yet to add it. Well, thank hey. you, Casey, for uh, having me on your show. You're very welcome, and thank you once again for stopping by.